to this episode of the Palmetto Guardian. I'm Sergeant Chelsea Weaver. I'm flying solo today, but I have a very special guest in the audience or in the studio. So I'm going to have her introduce herself, and then we're just going to jump right into today's topic. Hi, I am Major Ashley Young, and I'm here um, to discuss um, Women's Influential Network, where I serve as president and one of the founding visionaries. Awesome. So before we kind of go into it more in depth, can you kind of explain what that is? Um, how you guys got started and where you are now compared to where you were whenever all this first started? Sure. Um, So in 2018, uh, myself, along with eight other uh, visionaries, um, ranging from, you know, sergeant first class to, um, at the time, uh, up to majors, um, we got together um, just to discuss our experiences. And, you know, we dug into the statistics of the Guard and we just recognized that um, although the minority females in the National Guard were large in numbers, um, the retention was very low. And so as we uh, discussed, you know, maybe our, our different experiences, we presented a plan um, and presented it to the TAG at the time. And then from there, it became a military corporation and also a foundation where um, we have created a mentorship um, program that um, we, it just really cultivates an environment where organic relationships can be developed. So our, our program doesn't assign mentors. It really creates opportunities for people to develop that mentoring relationship to um, help with retention, help with um, motivation, and then also to to display representation um, because we know that representation matters and and that it it can impact retention. So that's kind of the history uh, uh, back in 2008 and when we got started. Okay, awesome. So how did you exactly start it? Was it like you were saying that a group of you were talking about different things and stuff like that? Was it just like one of you were like, hey, let's start this group? Or like, how did that come about? Yeah, so it's so weird. We talked about it at our initial launch, but um, it was literally like three o'clock in the morning um, where I feel like it came to me, you know, where it was like, whoa, this is important. Um, the name exactly didn't come, but the names of the people that... Um, that are part of the, the the visionaries now, that came to me clear. I didn't have a, a relationship at the time with now Lieutenant Colonel O'Neill, but she came to mind. And then uh, Major Barr um, and then Major Montgomery, all of these relationships of people that I saw that looked like me, but exactly we didn't have those relationships. And we got together, they were so interested, and we literally was in the planning process for like a year. How, how do we make this formal, legal, not just a secret group, because it's not, it shouldn't be a secret, right? It's important in that how this program would have benefited us coming up amongst the ranks and not feeling so isolated, um, you know, throughout the organization. So I I think it just, it was a voice memo that kind (laughs) of went out and everyone was like, sign me up. And and so it was, it was great. Awesome. So um, creating or having the idea of creating the group and now it being something that's established. Have you noticed since 2018 a difference um, with starting when? Yes. Um, you know, we, we noticed just a difference in, you know, communication sometimes. You know, I, I was a commander down in King Street, South Carolina, which is so remote um, um, and far away from the flagpole. But what we notice is that now people that are in remote locations are reaching out to Wynn to say, hey, you know, I, I'm just graduated, I just got a text the other week, I just graduated Bullock and I'm not um, quite sure where to start, where do I look for technician jobs? You know, that seems like a very general, common question, 
But for some people, you know, they don't, they feel very uncomfortable, and that's why representation really matters, right? So I, I reduce the barriers of asking the question, and then so then you get connected to resources. And so I, I think that has been the most beautiful benefit, um, you know, being that we are all assigned to units across the state. We may get a call from a commander and say, hey, um, this soldier um, is really thinking about getting out, and perhaps if we can just get them connected to win. Um, that they can have some experiences and maybe share some things that can be relatable and so that we can ho- help with that. And so so that has evolved to now um, coming to the events when soldiers just get into the Guard. And um, one of the, the most unique experiences recently is um, Battle Handoff. It's coming to brief at the Battle Handoff, and the very next week a soldier was at a win event. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, she drove from Lancaster. You know, so it... It works. You have those small um, nuances, but again, how impactful that must have been to be connected to an event as soon as you got in the guard. Um, and so that's that's the intent. Yeah. I think, not to like go off subject or anything, but the battle handoffs, I feel like, are very beneficial because when I enlisted and went to my unit, my recruiter drove me to the unit, on, not on a drill weekend, <laughs> handed them my packet and said, here's your new soldier. And then, like, my first drill, I didn't know what to do. I right. didn't know anybody. So, like, it was just weird and awkward. And, like, you, and, like you, as you go, you people teach you things, but you don't learn everything you should know. Right. And, like, being full-time, I was on ADOS orders when I first got in, and then I deployed and all that. So, like, I learned a lot, but a traditional M-Day soldier mm-hmm. – doesn't get all the information they need right away. So having those battle handoffs and those briefings Mm -hmm. um, definitely helps because otherwise, where else are they going to get the information? Right, right, right. So that's awesome that you guys were able to be there and for somebody to reach out and participate in something so fast in their career. Absolutely. And, And I think, you know, one of the most important messages that we try to convey that although the target audience is minority females, the information that we put out is for everyone. And so uh, we've had males attend the events. Again, it's general information that's applicable for every soldier. Um, And so I I love that you said that because in the battle handoff, the information that we share, again, is beneficial to all. Awesome. What kind of events do you guys hold? Like, is it something you do year-round um, throughout the year or is it kind of like one event like what kind of things do you guys do yeah so we try to hold one event a quarter in the beginning pre-covid we had a lot of quarterly workshops we you know went to Darlington and we did um, NCO kind of DP if you will and ODP kind of talking about evaluations we talk about different personality styles and leadership um, and then it evolved post-covid we recognized that people were so isolated and we had all of our events virtual that they really wanted to come back together and network. So then we came up with the kicks and mix. And our first kicks and mix post-COVID, like, had over 100 attendees. And so that really was informing uh, to tell us that people, you know, they want information, but also they needed to get back together to to develop a community. And so that's become our signature event for the past two years. But we've had a 5K run um, November the 18th. um, We have a um, vision board and brunch in Florence. And so again, we're trying to get to the remote areas. We have area liaisons around the state um, to help foster those relationships. So whether it be a quarterly workshop, a panel um, that we typically have in the spring or around February, where we have leaderships of all backgrounds, all races, um, and all ranks to to talk about information regarding soldiers' careers. So we are trying to tap into development on the personal side, but also on um, the professional side and military development. 
Okay. So is this kind of like a, is there a day-to-day operation type thing, or is it you guys just host and plan the events and push the information out? Like, how does that work for those who are, like, interested in getting a part of WIN and all yes. of that? Sure. So we have a, um, a WIN Executive Council, which we have different offices, and we meet together monthly, and we have two extended training meetings where we talk about a five-year plan um, and then refine our budget, again, because um, we're – we're funded based off of donations, which we've been so fortunate by the community to donate because we want the events to be free, generally, for our soldiers to be able to come in um, and be able to partake. So it pays for food and it pays for the resources. And again, that annual signature event is a minimal cost, but that goes into funding all of the events as well. Um, did I answer your question? Because I almost forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I was just curious. I didn't know if it was like a full-time, like if you have a full-time staff that does daily operations or if it's just like a voluntary. It's where vo- volunteer-based that we meet every third Monday of the month to okay. conduct the business of when. Okay. Um, before we get a little bit further, I do kind of want to talk about this event. You said November 8th. Mm-hmm. It's November 4th. Or 4th. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So, I mean, because the... November's right around the corner, obviously. (laughs) So um, if you just want to kind of talk a little bit about that, what it is, you said it was in Florence, maybe some more information that way that people who are watching or listening can get the information now to be able to attend. Sure. And you're almost right. It was November 18th, the board and brunch. Okay. is November um, the 18th. Um, People can find us on social media, which is uh, win underscore SC guard on both um, Facebook and um, Instagram. Make sure I have that right. Win underscore guard, um, SC guard. Um, but you can register for the event. Is really, I think it's 5 or $10. That's basically for the materials. But that's November 18th in the Florence Armory. Mm-hmm. And so people can go to social media handles to register. A link tree is there um, for registration. That'll be open. So that's the next quarterly event for WIN. Awesome. So for those who are listening or watching, um, and this is very interesting to them, what can they do to, to become a part of this and – like you said, you guys have social media and stuff. Is there any other ways for them to connect so that they can participate in the um, in the events and, like, getting the information and, I guess, the mentorship and all that kind of stuff? Sure, yes. Uh, so they can go to womensinfluentialnetwork.org, and at the very bottom it'll hit subscribe. So once they put in their information, it'll go to our, um, our MailChimp, and we send out a monthly or sometimes quarterly newsletter. So we don't inundate anyone with emails on a weekly basis. It's basically on a quarterly basis, and we promote all of the events, and we provide some educational tools. And so also, um, attending the events and also on and subscribing, you get to choose if you want to be a volunteer, which means you have a more active role. And so participate in the monthly meetings because we do have vacancies on different committees. Uh, Public Affairs has a lot of extensive work um, there. We have an outreach committee, which is about getting the flyers out in the community. And again, it's all volunteer based. So that's the start of going to the website and subscribing and, and, and then getting connected that way. Okay. Um, since it's only been since 2018, have you do you have any like success stories of people who have um, participated in WIN and have like have had a lot of success with their career mm-hmm. um, that has helped them with being a part of the network and all of that versus like trying to figure it out on their own? Sure. Um, we had some focus groups about, uh, I think it's 2020 where we were able to just kind of specifically focus on the impact of when and also trying to refine our vision and goals. Um, and we were able to get some really good feedback on how, um, 
it re-energized people to be to be motivated um, to stay and also um, to also see even within the NCO channels and warrant channels and also officers again it, historically and even in our experiences coming up there is a there was a large re- representation of minority females in the guard but it was always of E4 and below or mm-hmm. uh, of lower rank so to just to be able to see that at these events even though they may not be able to see it in their isolated units was re-energizing and so that's the feedback that we've gotten and I think that ultimately that's the goal um to to really um hone down that that there is so much importance in representation mm-hmm. absolutely so I know that one thing that we were ta- um here to talk about today <laughs> is a and a recent award that you guys have uh, received so can you kind of talk to us about that um and what it entailed and how you guys were able to achieve that sure so we uh recently uh we're informed that we got nominated and also elected for an empowering justice award um, based on our, our goals of mentorship and how we foster mentorship um, on both the personal and professional side. Um, and, and as we learn more about the empowering justice award, um, it was founded by the mother of a deceased a female Marine Lieutenant um, who was killed while running um, near her base. And, um, you know, being a Marine and going through training, um, as her mother has communicated to us, as we understand the award more, um, that m- mentorship was one of the the root passions that she had. You know, some of her um, events that she had to go through in the training, she was often very, you know, maybe only female and or, or maybe the only minority female. And so uh, representation was important to her, but also mentorship was. And so this uh, foundation um, kind of embodies mentorship and also retention and also just cultivating leaders within within the uniform you know and so um so again as we understand that we we feel honored to have been selected we still don't know how we were nominated (laughs) um and and the person remains anonymous um but uh we're definitely honored the gala is november the 4th at the r2i2 um building here in 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 columbia and um and so we we look forward to showing up and receiving that um on behalf of lieutenant justice that's awesome it's it's amazing because i mean we've had um several soldiers in the national guard who have passed and all that And it's amazing to see how the families Mm -hmm. step up after Mm -hmm. and they uh, find ways to continue to um, serve their name in a sense. And so it's very empowering Mm -hmm. for her her mother and her family to create something like this and um, especially very special for Mm -hmm. a group like this Mm -hmm. to be able to um, be nominated and selected for that so that's awesome right thank you thank you we we were caught by surprise but also (laughs) very excited um, by it awesome well I know this has been short and sweet but um, is there anything else that you would like to talk about or put any information out to those who are watching or listening maybe we haven't talked about um, I, I think we, we talked about a lot, you know, the biggest thing is getting connected and getting the message out to um, the units and across. I mean, it, it definitely is a lot of work on the back end, um, but, um, you know, we want to be able to get the message out to soldiers about the events and um, the information that's available um, through when. So um, I'll just repeat the social media handles okay. um, for the good of the group is Facebook is Win SC Guard. Instagram is win underscore SC guard 
And anyone can contact us at info at womensinfluentialnetwork.org. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you stopping by. It was awesome because, like I said, we haven't talked about this program, I think, since it started, honestly. I can't remember when we did the podcast, but um, it's awesome to see something starting mm-hmm. from nothing and then getting to, like, that next level. Right. So um, I'm very grateful that you were able to stop in and talk with us and share this information with the audience, and hopefully we can get a good turnout for November 18th. Oh, we're excited <laughs> about it, and we're hoping so, too. Awesome. Well, I'll have um, all the links in the show notes so that if anybody who's watching or listening can just click without having to search or anything like that. So definitely reach out if this is something that sounds um, like it's in your wheelhouse or that you're inf- uh, interested in. Um, but with that, if you guys like this video, make sure you give it a big thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed to our channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button and we will catch you guys in the next episode.